Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for Wait a minute, folks. You ain't heard nothing yet. Hello, Al Jolson speaking. Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. A dink a dink, a dink a doo, a dink a ding. Oh, what a doo! A dink a dink, a dink a doo, a dink a ding. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another episode of the Bing Crosby Show. Normally, we have a triple stack Sunday for you, but today, instead of a triple stack Sunday, you get a double decker Sunday. Uh, we are missing the Jimmy Durante show from this week, from 70 years ago. But luckily, we have the Bing Crosby Show and the Al Jolson Show for you. Now, the Al Jolson Show features as his guest, Bing Crosby. So essentially, you're going to get an hour's worth of Bing Crosby today, which is pretty cool. Now, Bing Crosby passed away 40 years ago on October 14th. So this is kind of a cool way for us to spend some time with him from two shows that he was in from 70 years ago and a uh, chance for us to remember Bing Crosby a little bit and spend a little time with him uh, with Al Jolson of course <laughs> so first we have the Bing Crosby show from uh, October 15th 1947 which features Dinah Shore and Dinah Shore had such an interesting career she was big throughout the 40s and then uh, also through the 50s and through the 60s she was around and then in the 1970s she became huge again with her various talk shows and in this time frame in the early 70s anyway she was also known um she was they were the couple of the day sort of thing were uh dinah shore and burt reynolds and so it made her seem of course much younger because she was dating the younger burt reynolds so to me the 70s was her prime or something because uh, when I was growing up I would see her and and hear about her and Burt Reynolds and so forth and I had no idea that she'd already been around for decades and decades uh, by that time so it's just kind of an interesting career that she had the way it segued and things and, and blossomed and would retreat a little bit and then blossom again uh, anyway it's gonna be fun to hear her with Bing Crosby and then it will also be fun to of course hear uh, Al Jolson who also has Oscar Levant on his show, the piano player that is uh, a comedian on his, of his own right and a very, very talented individual that I think um, could have had maybe his own show for decades as well because he's just such an interesting wit. So it's neat having the two of them together. And then, of course, 
as our third wheel on that episode, we also have Bing Crosby as their guest, which is pretty cool. So sit back and enjoy this great hour of the Bing Crosby Show and the Al Jolson Show from 70 years ago this week. When the blue of the night meets the gold of the day, someone waits for me. Hart Schaffner and Chemtone. Good boys, those boys. <laughs> they do it right. Well, I, I don't really mind the colors so much, Bing, but why do you always leave your shirt tails hanging out? It's the fashion, Ken. Limode. Yeah? Toujours Limode. Mm-hmm. Everything's being worn ankle length this year. Mm-hmm. Even ankles. I worked all afternoon lowering the hemline on my plus fours. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> But, Ken, I think we'd better leave these fashion matters to Don Loper, Ori Kelly, Kid Ori, and Manny, Moe, and Jack. Personally, the only item of interest to me at this particular moment is what's going on in Kokomo, Indiana, as described in one of the hit tunes from the Fox picture, My Mother Wore Tights. Kids, John Scott, let us audit the report. Hmm? Wish I were back again with all the sweet and simple folks I call my kin In Kokomo, Indiana, well if it isn't Pop and hi Mom, you always had the cutest grin In Kokomo, Indiana, just look at Rover Wag his tail Gosh, he remembers me And get a load of Sister Grace You can't see the freckles for the jam on her face How would you like to go and see that old Wabashful bow you used to know? In Kokomo, Indiana, wouldn't you just as soon go out and spoon Beneath the Hoosier moon, oh, what a moon For all of the many reasons that I've mentioned heretofore My heart will always be in Kokomo And of course you know The town of Kokomo Will always be indefinitely in Indiana Wish I were back again With all the sweet and simple folks I call my kin In Kokomo, Indiana Well, if it isn't Pop Then hi, your mom You always had the cutest grin In Kokomo, Indiana Just look at Rover Wag his tail Gosh, he remembers me And look, get a load of Sister Grace You can't see the freckles for the jam on her face How would you like to go and see that old Wabashful bow you used to know? In Kokomo, Indiana, wouldn't you just as soon go out and spoon beneath a Hoosier moon? My, my, what a moon! 
for all of the many reasons that I've mentioned here before. My heart will always be in Kokomo. Kokomo. And of course, you know, the town of Kokomo will always be indubitably in Indiana. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo. Indiana. Indiana. Now you're really warmed up Never mind me, Ken You better warm up the 1201 Because Philadelphia is on the wire And I don't think they're hustling Scrapple Well, Bing, how can I warm up the 1201? It's on fire already The world's largest selling radio phonograph Okay, then slip Philco the hot foot Tell him to give us something to top the 1201 Before we burn up any more listeners well, That won't be necessary, Bing Because this year Philco has matched the 1201 With a sensational new kind of console radio phonograph it's a big set in every way but the price. Big in performance, terrific in tone, and way out in front when it comes to playing records. This new Philco 1260 gives you Philco's exclusive new automatic way to play records. All play and no work. Just slide your record in, then lean back and listen. The 1260 does everything else. See this fine new console radio phonograph at your Philco dealer now. It's the latest thing in radio from Philco the Leader, famous for quality the world over. Here's a swatch of scotch plaid from the Broadway fantasy Brigadoon, a show which continues to bowl over the patrons of the boards back east. Big hit. This is a special John Scott Trotter arrangement for bagpipe and groaning. What a day this has been. What a rare mood I'm in. Why, it's almost like being in love. There's a smile on my face. For the whole human race Why, it's almost like being in love All the music of life seems to be Like a bell that is ringing for me And from the way that I feel when that bell starts to peal I would swear I was falling I could swear I was falling It's almost like being in love The studio audience will notice that we've garnished the microphones with magnolia blossoms We've crushed a few mint leaves in the corners and we've draped Spanish moss over the string section. We've done all these things to make things really homelike for Philco's honey-voiced guest of the evening, Dinah Shore. Hi, Bing. Dinah, I haven't laid eyes on you since you moved out to the valley and you settled down on your new farm. Farm? Yeah. For shame, Bing. Out in the valley, we call them ranches. Mine's a little dude ranch. What are you going to raise on it? Little dudes. Hmm. <laughs> I used to be in that business myself, but now I'm going in for, uh, <laughs> chickens. Chickens is my... Chickens. That's my caper chickens. now. Yes, so you know, Dinah, 
Up in Nevada, I've got a flock of chickens, and every one of them chickens lays four eggs every day. Each hen lays four eggs? Yes, ma'am. Well, being a hen's supposed to produce one egg a day, how do you get four out of them? They got a very weak union. <laughs> well, I have one hen oh. that lays only one egg every morning, but it's 12 inches long. Oh, that's a passel of egg, isn't it? <laughs> Takes her three hours to do it. Must you... <laughs> She must use a golf bag for a nest. Last week, we hatched one of those long eggs. And what came out? A long, long train with a red caboose. <laughs> Say, Dinah, farm life certainly has changed since you were a girl down in Tennessee, oh, I guess. Oh, it huh? sure has Oh, been. my. Remember the little old plantation my folks had when you first met little old me? I'll never forget <laughs> never it. Forget never, it. Dinah, if I live to be a Como, I'll never forget it. <laughs> That was back in the days when I was a talent scout for a radio network. <laughs> Howthersoever, it was my happy lot to have heard of your singing prowess, so I went straight to your father's home in the heart of the land of the milk and honey child. Oh, I remember the day well. It was on a Tuesday afternoon, and my father had just finished his seventh mint julep. I thought there was a nip in the air. <laughs> it was rather early when I drove up to the front door of that impressive old colonial mansion, and I rang the doorbell. It's a hunk of doorbell, isn't it? Yes, sir. My name is Bing Crosby, Mr. Jolson. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Shaw, what can I say? Sorry, sonny boy, but we don't want no carpet baggers around here. I no carpet bag. Then, uh, what's that you wearing? That's me, and if my carpet bags, that's my business. <laughs> I would like to see the lady of the house, Miss Dinah. Well, Miss Dinah ain't here right now. She's busy. She's out in the cotton field. Well, in that case, I got to see her father. Oh, not so fast, Yankee. You can't come busting in here like this asking to see the colonel. He's a busy man. He got a lot of work to do around here. Everybody wants to see him. You gotta wait for your turn. I'll tell you when. Well, well, sir. So you are Mr. Crosby. Allow me to introduce myself, sir. I'm Miss Dinah's aristocratic old pappy. Oh, we got a mess of accents around here tonight. <laughs> Trotter hadn't even spoke yet. Not yet. <laughs> oh, how do you do, sir? So you're Colonel Shaw. Sure enough. Well. Well, Colonel Nuff, no, I was... No, 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 just uh, Shaw. Oh, that's I, enough. Oh, I see. Yeah. I hope that's I see. <laughs> sir, I'm here to see your daughter about her singing. Oh, that can wait, son. Uh, um, uh, have you got a lemon on you? I'll make us a mint julep. Lemon and a mint julep? I never heard of such an idea. Well, it's one of my own, son. When you don't live on nothing but mint juleps, you, you got to throw in a little lemon juice now and then to keep from getting the rickets. <laughs> well, Colonel... I appreciate the thought about the mint julep. That sounds like a jolly idea, but I'm really here on business. I've heard that you, you've got a very talented daughter. Well, sir, here she comes now. You judge for yourself. Daughter, this is uh, Mr. Crosby. Uh, make him feel to home. Miss Dinah, I'm in the show business. So maybe you've heard me on the radio. Maybe. Which one are you, Red Foley or the Duke of Paducah? <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm Bing Crosby and I sing. Oh. Oh, yes. Well, I'm a Jack Smith fan myself. He smiles when he sings. You, you pout. <laughs> Well, I used to snarl. <laughs> now, ma'am, before we make a deal, could I hear you sing? All right, but what'll I use for accompaniment? We haven't got our little old grand piano anymore. Well, let's turn on this Philco here. There you are, Dinah. Stitch a lyric onto that. Let me hear it. 
didn't love you so My love for you Should have faded long ago I wish I didn't need your kiss Why must your kiss Torture me as long as this I might be smiling by now With some new tender friend Smiling by now With my heart on the mend But when I try Something in this heart says no You're still there and I will I didn't love you so regretted that we never had a show of our own. We should have. I mean, just the two of us singing popular songs of the day. Oh, popular. Everybody sings popular songs. Well, I know, but... Gosh, that smoke, smoke, smoke has been pouring out of my filco so often, my living room is knee-deep in ashes. (laughs) It's going to give the twins the habit, I think. They're going (laughs) to start smoking cubebs. The knobs are all full of nicotine, everything. Yeah, I've heard that lady from 29 Palms (laughs) saw. I hope a coconut drops on her head. Yeah, you're so right, (laughs) popular songs indeed. What, what about the unpopular ones now? Yeah. yeah. There must be thousands of tunes written by earnest young men and women that are never heard. How can they be popular if nobody ever sings them? That's what I mean, Donna. Look, if you want to do a show with me, I'll tell you what we'll do. Mm-hmm. We'll start out right now with a broken down hit parade. Oh, it sounds wonderful. What do we call it? John Scott, Fantasy Affair. Your Flop Parade. Yes, your all-time flop parade, featuring a bucket full of dilapidated ditties which are destined to go nowhere unless you, the people, get behind them. Don't get in front of them, they'll mow you down. (laughs) Your all-time flop parade is brought to you by the makers of food. Friends, when you go all day without eating, do you feel hungry? If you do, try some food. There's nothing like food to keep you from starving. Here is one of our satisfied customers, Mr. J.S. Trotter. (laughs) Mr. J.S. Trotter of Charlotte, North Carolina. Mr. Trotter says... Well, sir, I've been eating uh, food for nigh on to 40 years. Boy, am I fat. (laughs) 
Thank you, Mr. Trotter. Now you want to ride on back to North Carolina. <laughs> Remember, housewives, when you go shopping tomorrow, buy some food. <laughs> and now on with your flop parade featuring Bing and Dinah. What's the first flop, Pop? Well, <laughs> it's a jumpy little gem, and here it is, our number 10 song of the week, Yachting. Yachting, yachting, that is the sport for me. Yachting, yachting, over the deep blue sea. There's one thing more I like, that's riding on a bike and swimming. That was simply super. I'm going right out and buy an outboard motor. Steady, Dinah. First, you got to introduce our number nine song of the week, written by a department store floor walker who fell in love what with his that? work. <laughs> written by a department store Would you like to take that from the top? My Ooh. front rack is just. <laughs> who was this written okay, by? Okay, mine written by department store floor walker <laughs> who fell in love with his work and married the floor, or something like that. Kill the joke. Writers will kill me. You ready? Yeah, how does it go? How's it go? Hammocker Schlemmer, I love you. you. Roebuck and Sears, I adore you. If you want to buy a bassinet or buy a hog, don't be in a fog. Use our catalog. Hammocker Schlemmer, you're sweet, dear. Hammacher Schlem, I repeat, <laughs> dear. Macy's and Gimbals have plenty of thimbles. But I love you. I really exquisite. I'm sure that's going to be number one on all the disconnected jukeboxes in town. <laughs> Thank you, Bing. And now, a message from our sponsor. Friends, your flop parade is brought to you by the makers of food. <laughs> food comes in packages, cans, jars, tubes, bottles, bags, and peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> Remember, food, and only food, contains vitamins, proteins, carbohydrates, starches, and tiny bright red flakes of fingernail polish. <laughs> Never notice them in cranberry sauce. It's the same thing. And now back to your flop parade. And here is Bing with the number eight flop of the week. A question that is on every lover's lips was last night the last night with you. It was last night the last night with you. Was the first kiss the last kiss the last kiss the first? Tell me, has my heart been cursed? Was the first time I saw you the last time? Was the last time the first time? I'm sorry that I asked, because the first time was the last time, and the last time was the first, then the last time was the last time, and the first time is the worst, and at last I see your colors true. And the first time will be the last time that I fall in love with you. What kind of tempo is that? <laughs> Holy smoke. Oh, Anybody that... got the time or the change of a match or a band-aid or something? Oh, <laughs> Bing, that was grand. That tune was written by Jack Brooks on his 12th birthday, which was, understandably, his last. <laughs> <laughs> 
early Demise was foretold by that. Really, folks, Jack has written some fine tunes, but we just dug this one up out of his past to haunt him. And now a word from a food grower. I've been growing food for nigh on to 47 years. I've seen crops come and go. And after tasting this year's crop, this crop has got to go. Thank you, sir. And now, Diane and I blend in the number seven song of the week. John F. Keeley's sentimental self-admonition to a Hoosier lad who has wandered far from home. The title, It's About Time That I Wrote to the Folks in Terre Haute. Though oh, <laughs> no, I'm homesick and I'm not in good condition, there's nothing wrong but what a trip won't cure. Now I ask you, place yourself in his position. Wouldn't you go home at once? And that's for sure. The refrain. <laughs> it's about time that I wrote to the folks in Terre Haute, my hometown by the Wabash far away, where he lost his heart one night while the stars were shining bright by the Wabash now so far away when I said goodbye to June beneath that Hoosier moon a nightingale sang softly seemed to say oh come back soon so, so it's, it's about, about time, time that, that I wrote to the folks in Terre Haute and my sweetheart by the Wabash far away, so far away. We have uh, alerted the postmaster at Terre Haute, so I hope he don't get snowed under. Pull on a lot of extra help. The mail will be flying in there. Now for the number two song of the week. Hey, wait. Haven't we skipped a few numbers? We got it. The audience is closing in on us. <laughs> the number two song of the week. <laughs> There's a miss I miss in Mississippi Where the Mississippi flows I can see you're in the morning when it's drippy With the Mississippi squishing through her toes When I see the first ranunculus a-bloomin' I'm a-goin' back and banish all my woes Then I'll kiss the miss I miss in Mississippi An ether Mississippi, sippy, sippy nose That was Mississippi Moon, written by Johnny Burke and Jimmy Van Heusen, who were kidding. And now, our sponsor. Keep your eye on the bloodshot bullseye. <laughs> well, that takes care of him. Yeah. <laughs> we forgot Van Heusen. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> good boy. Good. Thank you, tardy but good and loud. <laughs> and now for the number one flap of the week. The number one flap, the number you've all been dreading. That thrilling ballad, These Lush Moments. I... 
These lush moments, how I adore These lush moments, thrill to the core Our romance is quiet and solemn But dreams keep running up and down my spinal column Oh, it's lush music Lover, let's waltz No rush music Plenty of smalls Say we'll meet again In the same rendezvous Let's not brush the hush Of these lush moments With you Friends, remember, your flop parade was brought to you by the maker of food. Food is the only product that builds muscles, grows hair, and sends neckties to the cleaners. And remember, food, spelled backwards, is doof. <laughs> Say we'll meet again in the same rendezvous. Let's not brush the hush of these lush moments with you. Look, you know, we ought to, we ought to do it again sometime. Oh, huh? let's do, Bing. But you know, I think with all the clowning, we forgot to ask the folks to go along with the government's request to conserve as much as they possibly can in both buying food and eating it. Right, Dinah. The more we save in this country, the more we'll have to share with other people. And now, let's all gather around the Philco man and hear the latest from him, hmm? Well, Bing, maybe you think you've heard everything in recorded music. But get set now for something new. Philco has brought out a new discovery that eliminates needle scratch and surface noise from any phonograph record, old or new. Just wait till you hear what it does to even the records you know best, especially the exquisite softer passages. Why, it's like listening to them for the first time. This new device from the Philco Laboratories is the electronic scratch eliminator. No hiss, no scratch, no rasp, just a velvety background of silence to the beauty of the music. You'll find this new device at your Philco dealer on the great new Philco 1270 radio phonograph. Plus the whole works in radio and recorded music. Philco's new kind of tone arm, the patented dynamic reproducer, Philco Advanced FM, super smooth record changer, push-button tuning. It's the last word in luxurious listening from the world's largest radio manufacturer. Compare the 1270. Let your ear be your guide if you want the finest in radio phonographs. Remember, it's a Philco, famous for quality the world over. Say we'll meet again. In the same rendezvous Let's not brush the hush Of these lush moments With you Before 
I go, I want to thank Dinah Shore for lending a lot of charm and a lot of talent to the Philco party tonight. Thank you, Bing, but why the rush? Oh, it's mandatory. I've got to get home and feed my moose. Feed your moose? Oh, if I don't toss him a few rutabagas nightly, his antlers sag, he just gets his... to be a sight. <laughs> Sagging yeah, antlers. Yes. Must look like a fuzzy racing bike. <laughs> Who's with you next week, Bing? Well, a fellow who comes to us direct from the 20th Century Fox Studios, that very polished gentleman, Clifton Webb. Gosh, Bing, if Clifton Webb's coming down, you better dress up. Oh, I am, and just in anticipation of his visit, Dixie is sewing some satin lapels on my favorite sweatshirt. <laughs> good night, Dinah. Congratulations, incidentally, on uh, your new deal with the Philip Morris people. Thank you, and good Going night, Bing. Going to be Bing. cooing for those boys. Yes. Uh, I know you'll be a smash. <laughs> Thank you, Bing. Good night, folks. Good night, folks. by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guest, Clifton Webb. And remember, for tops in radio listening all the time, get a Philco, famous for quality the world over. You ain't heard nothing yet. This is the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson, with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring and his orchestra and chorus, and our guest, Bing Crosby. So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song Whenever April a shower Come nice, Al. I sure enjoy listening to you. Thank you, Ken Commoner. I like a man who likes my singing. Well, it, uh, it wasn't so much that, Al. It's uh, such a novelty having a man sing in the Kraft musical who wears a shirt and necktie. <laughs> careful, careful, Ken. Bing's here in the hall tonight, so don't pick on his flimsy wardrobe. Oh? You know, when you get four boys, that's all the clothes they leave you with. <laughs> oh, you know, I wouldn't say anything against Bing. Of course not. Why, he's one of the finest, nicest, greatest, most brilliant, personable, lovable, charming... Wait a minute, wait a minute, Ken. What about me? Well, you're a nice fella. Nice fella? Can you spare that? Well, <laughs> that's just putting it in a nutshell. Well, crack it open, boy, and let's get at the meat. <laughs> at least you can say something about my singing. Why, of course, Al. Why, no one sings April showers as often as you do. <laughs> Well, I, I gotta give this boy the loyalty test. Ken, you better wind your calendar. This is the night we're pushing cheese. Oh, yes, yeah, Thursday, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm so confused with both my bosses on together. Well, no reason to be confused, Ken. This is the Kraft Music Hall. 
I'm Al Jolson, and the following should remove all doubt. The bells are ringing for me and my gal. The birds are singing for me and my gal. Everybody's been knowing to a wedding they go in. And for weeks they've been sewing Every Susie and Sal Get congregating For me and my gal The possum waiting For me and my gal And someday We're gonna build a little home for two For three or four or more In Loveland For me and my gal And my gal, the parson's waiting for me and my gal. And someday we're gonna build a little home for two, for three or four or more. In love land, for me and my For meatless meals for economy, get Kraft's nutritious smooth-melting cheese food, Velveeta. Melt Velveeta for a smooth sauce that swell on fish, eggs, seafood, and also on leftovers such as ham or chicken. And remember, these good-eating Velveeta main dishes are highly nutritious. Velveeta itself helps supply high-quality, complete protein, plus other important nutrients from milk. So get plenty of Kraft's famous Velveeta for snacks and sandwiches and for cooking. Tomorrow, get the two-pound Velveeta loaf. Oscar, I've been hearing some very nice things about you. They're all lies. Only people who... <laughs> Only people who don't know me could say nice things about me. Well, I've been trying to be friendly with you, Oscar. In fact, I've invited you to my home a dozen times. But I don't know, you never come. You always invite me, but you never tell me the address. <laughs> you just point at a mountain and say you live up there. We started for there the other night and ended up spending the evening with Peter the Hermit. <laughs> I, I'm sorry you didn't find us, Oscar. You know, I had the swimming pool all warmed up so you could take a swim. I loathe swimming. Oscar, swimming comes in handy. Might save yourself from drowning sometime. Even if I was drowning, I wouldn't swim. <laughs> I refuse to do anything I don't like. Well, come up to the house and drown sometime. <laughs> I just want you to have a good time. All I'm suggesting, Oscar, is this, that you get a little relaxation and exercise. Look, if a man doesn't exercise, he won't get hungry. If he doesn't get hungry, he won't eat. If he doesn't eat, he won't get fat. And if he doesn't get fat, he doesn't have to exercise. Of course, uh, this is only a theory of mine, and I might be wrong, though I doubt it because I said it. <laughs> 
The trouble with asking you a question, Oscar, is that I've got to listen to the answer. All I'm saying is that I don't believe in exercise. If you can lie down, why stand up? Did you ever try playing the piano that way? No, but I got the Steinway Company working on a piano with legs that bend at the knees. Well, the way you pound a piano, it'll have flat feet in no time. Oscar, look. No need to argue about this. I just want to point out there are other ways to relax besides reading books. I never read books. They take my mind off myself. Oscar, did they have this much trouble with you when you were on information, please? Thank you. I'll give you that again. Did they have this... Did they have this much trouble with you when you were on information, please? Even more. Sometimes the fellas won't even talk to me. There may be times when I won't talk to you. Yes, but on information, please, when they don't talk to me, they use bigger words. Oscar, look, if you'd only relax and take it easy, there'd be no reason for people not talking to you. You'd have a lot of friends. I got a lot of friends. Some of them are big shots, too. I used to get letters from judges of the Supreme Court. Used to get? They don't write you anymore? Supreme Court judges have no time now. On account of the new fashions, they're busy letting out the hems on their gowns. Well, I hope they don't go any further than that. Be a little undignified to see those nice old men wearing peekaboo bodice. I'm tired talking. I think I'll play the piano. Oscar, look. When you play the piano, you're really talking. So go over there and, baby, shoot your fingers off. I just want to announce that this piano doesn't have a role in it. Any mistakes are my own. Oscar, that was truly great. Tell me, 
What was the name of that tune you were playing? That was a Tchaikovsky B-flat piano concerto. But, Oscar, look. You told me that it took 35 minutes to play that concerto. You cut it down to two minutes. How'd you do it? A man came over from Reader's Digest and condensed it. (laughs) I think I'll get that man to work on my age. Yeah. Oh, brother, your music really sends me. Really, Al? Yeah, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell you where. <clears throat> Play something now, something sweet and nice, something new, something with love in it. I'll be glad to. <laughs> That's new, all right. In fact, it was new in 1913. It just proves you can't keep a good tune down. Take my heart, I love you. Don't let us part, I love you. Dear little girl, sweet little girl, sweeter than the rose of Erin. Are your winning smiles and daring? Take my heart, your glances with Irish art and trances. Come be my own, come make your home in a was Al Jolson warbling an old girl chanty that's been pull-motored back to fame. Well, we move along now to the next item on the agenda of this heavily hoopered hall, where we meet up with a young man, fine, fine-looking chap, one Harry Lillis Crosby, a boy uh, who's come up this fellow... Wait a minute, wait a minute, that's my job. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not the guest. Oh. This time, you're the one who gets a small check. <laughs> Al, forgive me my presumptuousness. I'm sorry. You may tap me lightly on the tonsure with a rolled-up racing form. Go ahead. (laughs) King, look, I I, I don't really mind you introducing yourself, but what's that uh, Harry Lilly stuff? Well, that's nothing, Al. It's just that when I frequent certain joints, I use my maiden name. Oh, I see. (laughs) But I really like visiting back here at KMH. It gives me that old feeling. Mm -hmm. I kind of miss the place. Don't worry, Bing. I can't last forever. (laughs) But you did. But I don't want you to think I'm not happy, Al, where I am, because I am. I'm, I'm picking up a happy buck from time to time, hustling those wireless sets. Wouldst uh, perhaps be interested in our model 1201? Wouldst? <laughs> will you make it an even trade for a pound of Velveeta? I might do that. Does your Velveeta have an automatic cracker changer? <laughs> no, but when your hubby brings home surprise guests, can you slice up a Philco? <laughs> Certainly. Filet Philco. It's great on eggless Thursdays. Very nice. <laughs> it doesn't look like you're going to ask me, but uh, this bundle I've got under my arm, Al, is the Whiff and Poof song. Yeah? You mind if I use the equipment in the chorus? 
As a sophomore to a senior, go ahead, you're sweet. <laughs> to the tables down at Morris, to the place where Louis dwells, to the dear old temple bar we love so well. Sing the whippin' poops assembled With their glasses raised on high And the magic of their singing Casts its spell Yes, the magic of their singing Of the songs we love so well Shall I waste it? Who are serving meatless menus, here's a swell recipe. It's for a rich golden Welsh rabbit that's a perfect main dish any day in the week and a wonderful idea for what to serve the crowd after Saturday's football game. You ready for the recipe? For that football crowd, we'd better make a double recipe. We'll use one pound of Kraft Smooth Melting Velveeta. That's two one-half-pound packages of this famous cheese food or half of a two-pound loaf. Cut up the pound of golden Velveeta and melt it in your chafing dish or the top of your double boiler. Gradually add one half cup of milk. That's one half cup of milk. And stir it into the melted Velveeta. Now season that smooth golden Welsh rabbit to taste. Salt, pepper, dash of dry mustard, Worcestershire sauce. Serve on toast and listen to the raves. And just be sure you use genuine smooth-melting Velveeta made only by Kraft. Get the two-pound Velveeta loaf tomorrow for snacks, sandwiches, and grand hot dishes, too. Remember Velveeta for money-saving, meatless main dishes. 
Tell me, Bing, how do you like the way I'm running the hall? Oh, tip-top, Al, really tip-top. I notice the boys in the band don't have racing forms on the music stands anymore. Well, I... Step up. I, hmm? I, I fixed that, Bing. I, I got the boys Dick Tracy wrist radios so they can get the results direct from the track. Oh. Well, that's it, huh? Listen, uh, can I make a request the next time I sing? Will you have the boys turn down the volume on their wrist sets a little? What happened? Whiff and poof wheeled a couple times, putting it ran out of the money there. <laughs> Well, I, I'm huh? sorry, Bing, but, but last week I, I had even worse trouble. What happened? While I was singing, they, they were tuned in on Perry Como. Oh, this is treason, Al, treason in the music hall. When I was in charge here and such a crime was committed, I doused them with airwick and I put them to bed without a bit of bourbon. Not <laughs> at all. Bing, hmm. I want to ask you something. Are there any other changes that don't meet with your approval? Well, Al, I don't like to be picky, you mm-hmm. know. I'm an expansive I type of naturally, kid. Naturally, naturally. You know? But whatever happened... To that uh, handsome likeness of me that used to hang on yonder south wall. Oh, your picture? Yes, where is it? Well, we had to take it down, Bing. Oh. You see, people kept painting mustaches on it, you know. <laughs> the cads. How, how did I look with a mustache? Not too good, Bing. They always put it on your head. <laughs> That's where it needs it the most. Yeah. yeah. But don't fret, Al. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll send you something to take its place if you'll promise to use it. Yeah. How about a moose? A moose? Yeah. Oh, yes, a moose. Mm-hmm. One of those short animals with horns at one end and a living room wall at the other. Yeah, I know that. I know that. Maybe I better just send you another picture. You don't have to I'll bother send a being... picture of no. Everett. Would you no, like no. a picture of Everett? <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Listen. <laughs> we, we don't need a picture now. You see, the hole in the wall has been plugged up. Well, Go right ahead. Talk right. about Everett again. Well, as they say at the Rue de la Paix Café, yeah. hasta mañana. Hasta mañana. Yes, they changed hands recently, you know. Well, <laughs> well, look, when you're refurnishing the hall, you didn't disturb my old dressing room, did you? Well, I, I wanted to talk to you about that. You see, there's still a bale of hay in there. <laughs> well, I beg of you, leave it there, Al. It's, it's like a light burning in the window. It's for one of my horses that never came in. <laughs> we better put a lot more hay in there. Listen, uh, as a whole, though, I must commend you, Al. Progress is being made. You really think so? One of the smartest touches of the, of the radio season was yeah. when you added Oscar Levant. Oh, I'm glad you liked that. It's just like the maraschino on a banana split. <laughs> By the by, how did you ever happen to corral Oscar? They put me on this program because I'm lovable. <laughs> you lovable? You're stepping out of character, aren't you, Oscar? That's not a step, that's a leap. <laughs> Oscar, what makes you think you're so lovable? My children are beginning to like me. (laughs) When I'm practicing, they don't sneak up and slam the piano cover on my hands anymore. Listen, Jack, you're lucky to have a piano to slam. When I practice, my tribe lines up and pelts me with Andy Russell records. (laughs) (laughs) Well, boys, I don't have that trouble. My family is sympathetic. When I start practicing, my wife sneaks up and puts cotton in my ears. (laughs) You know, I could have been a singer. Really? But I came from a very poor family. I couldn't afford tonsils. How'd you get hold of a piano? My brother was a pickpocket. (laughs) Oscar, honestly, you ought to be glad you took a piano. Otherwise, you might never have known George Gershwin. You're right, Al. George was an inspiration to many of us. Well, I guess we all benefited by knowing George. Oscar, by playing the Rhapsody in Blue, the Concerto, and Preludes. And Bing... You and I still have the privilege of singing his great song. Well, let's warm up Oscar and get after him, huh? (laughs) 
my heart that melody will always linger. Swanee, how I love you, how I love you, my dear old Swanee. The folks up north won't see me no more when I get to that Swanee shore. Someday he'll come along, the man I love, and he'll be good and strong. The man I love And when he comes my way I'll do my best To make him stay Oh, sweet and lovely Lady, be good Oh, lady, be good To Somebody love me, I wonder who Maybe it's you Embrace me, my sweet embraceable you Embrace me, my irreplaceable you I got rhythm I got music. I got my gal who could ask for anything more. Oh, I got my gal who could ask for anything more. Who could ask for anything more? It ain't. Necessarily so Well it ain't Necessarily so The things that your preacher Is liable to teach you Well it ain't Necessarily so It ain't Nessa, ain't Nessa, ain't Nessa Ain't Nessa Ain't necessarily So
Son of a gun, take your stand. Falling like a bow. Come along, let's go. Hey, lead us strike up the And thanks, Bing, for dropping in to see us. You must invite me over, too. <laughs> Bing Crosby can currently be seen in the Paramount Picture Welcome Stranger. Tune in again next Thursday for the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring and his orchestra and chorus, and our special guest, Groucho Marx. This is Ken Carpenter saying good night. Stay tuned into this station to hear Jack Carson and Eve Arden, who follow immediately. The making of really fine French dressing is a tricky business indeed. That's why the clever hostess takes no chances, preferring to serve her salads with one of the two famous French dressings made by Kraft. The first Kraft French dressing has a smooth come-on flavor that everyone likes. Mild, yet spicy enough. It's America's most popular French dressing. Then for those who prefer just a teasing touch of onion and garlic, there's superb miracle French dressing, also made by Kraft. Both are seasoned to perfection. Choose the one of your taste. Delicious, intriguing, miracle French dressing, or the slightly milder, delightfully flavored Kraft French dressing. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.